Monday morning broadcast, and uh, there is a brand new book out there. Erica Brown is responsible for it. It's called Take Your Soul to Work, 365 Meditations on Everyday Leadership. It's a Simon & Schuster release, and uh, as everything that Erica Brown writes, it is extremely, extremely interesting. We have her live via telephone on a Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Um, let me just, let me just, Eric, I apologize. First of all, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Thank you for having me. I apologize. I had your bio right in front of me, and then, you know, one of these things, (laughs) one of these things with the computer, and and it had seems to have disappeared. So I apologize right off the bat. No worries. But I will get I will get to it coming up as soon as it uh, as soon as it gets to me. I will make sure to uh, to uh, let everybody know about all your amazing accomplishments. Congratulations on the brand new book. Thank you very much. Has it been released already? It was released uh, in December. And how is the response so far? Um, actually, it's doing really well in Christian books on spirituality, which is new for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about that because I saw how well it's doing in that category, and I was wondering if that was something that was new to you because you have so many books already. I thought maybe a previous one had you know, made that type of progress on a list like that, but this is the first time, huh? Yeah, and I think because it's it's not uh, it's not a book with a uh, Jewish orientation. It's for a general audience. It's informed by obviously by my own Jewish experiences, uh, but it contains wisdom from multiple uh, faiths. It contains wisdom from artists and writers and politicians. And the idea is that every day uh, there's a different quality that I stress, and its relationship to leadership. So. There might be one on generosity or one on anger or one on inspiration. And there just is about 250 words. Uh, we try to bring in a new thinker in every one of them. And, uh, and then a challenging question for the day that someone might think about in terms of how they want to integrate the, 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 the kind of little meditation with their actual leadership or their lives. Yeah, what's interesting is that I never dreamt there could be 365 things <laughs> that you could that you could uh, you know that you could present uh, in order to do one per day. But uh, I, I guess the human soul has plenty to ponder and consider, huh? Yeah, I, I, you know it's interesting when I uh, did the first hundred and I, I sent them off to Simon and Schuster and said these are great. Now I'll just add another 265. So I also <laughs> no, did not intend to do this. Um, and you know it, you, you, it requires a lot of drilling down, a lot of work. But I think the yield is great because it really forces you to think about the myriad ways that our our emotions shape and frame us and the way that we exhibit self-control and, 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 and act with greater intention. Dr. Erica Brown is with us. She's an educator and author who consults for not-for-profits and serves as community scholar for the Jewish Center of Manhattan. She's a scholar-in-residence for the Jewish Federation of Greater Washington, which she directed the Jewish Leadership Institute. She's held that position. At, she also held that position at the Combined Jewish Philanthropies. Uh, she's the author of ten books. The latest one we're talking about is entitled "Take Your Soul to Work: 365 Meditations on Everyday Leadership." Simon and Schuster release, as you heard, it came out in December of 2015. Um, every one of these, you know, people wonder how to deal. 
if you look at your table of contents, basically you could you could fill in the blank. People wonder how to deal with every one of these things, right? With every everything you mentioned on thriving, on wonder, on power, on tension, on emptiness, on influence, on routine, on forgiveness. I mean, people are considering how to deal with all these things on a daily basis. Can a can a paragraph or two and a question or two toward the end really help people make changes and 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 enhance this area of their life? Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, I'm not naive. I, I, I don't believe that, uh, that, you know, that reading changes most people's lives, but I do think that good questions change people's lives. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, it's something that I often, um, I often present in a classroom setting. Name a question that changed your life besides will you marry me? And uh, just recently I had an amazing experience in um, a suburb of Boston and a woman said, the question that changed my life is, is the Christmas tree staying? She was in a, a, a relationship about to get engaged, perhaps even engaged, and uh, to someone uh, out of the faith. And she was struggling with picturing her life, her future life together, their future lives together. She said, is the Christmas tree staying? And when he said it's staying, she realized, I'm not staying. So I, I think a lot about the questions that someone says, did you think of taking a new job? Are you really happy in this relationship? Uh, can you can you stop this addiction? There are questions that change people's lives. And so if you think about it, um, you know, I'll give you an example. Day number 13, yeah. when was the last time you had a real rest? So that question, you know, you can, you can put down a one-word answer, or you might really sit and think about, what your life is like, the hectic pace of your life, and really say, I can't answer that question well. Um, and Or I'll give you another example. This is day number 11 on emptiness, on how to empty the self and make space for others. So the question here is, consider a project or relationship that is dominated by your presence. How can you empty yourself to lead more effectively? So, you know, you know, what what needs a dose of your impatience today and what would benefit from your patience right now? Um, you know, I, I don't I don't think it's going to change lives, but I think it can frame the day. In fact, um, I've heard from so many people, it's really very gratifying, uh, who have bought the book and are doing it every morning. And uh, someone said, so she and her husband drive into New York, and as they sit in traffic, they discuss one of these meditations a day because it's, it's short. Um, a musician who's been reading them regularly and finds that it's helping him be a little bit more creative in terms of thinking about his music. So those are those are nice, uh, you know, little moments that uh, that it's nice if you can help be part of someone's life in that way. Oh, no question about it. I'm not denying that it could uh, certainly affect some change. Just uh, you know, people are always looking for radical change, especially these days. Yeah. And you know, don't expect radical. Expect that it's going to enhance your day and get you to think, and and might in fact you know have some long term effect. Right, and if you think about people who have that expectation, they're the same people who read a diet book and think they're going to learn lose 50 pounds in 10 days. <laughs> That's and, right. you know, often we, I, I think our culture is really always looking for a quick fix when a lot of this, and that's why it, to me it was important to do this over a long period of time, was how, how does being more grateful, more mindful, more intentional every day for a year affect who you emerge as as a person, not because any particular day stands out, but because in the aggregate, if you put all this together, maybe you'll be a more compassionate, more thoughtful person, particularly when it comes to managing other people. And that might be as a teacher in a classroom, that might be in a corporate setting, or frankly, that might be as a parent.
Right, understood. Erica Brown is with us. The brand new book is out. I'll, I'll give you an example based on um, uh, uh, one of the uh, meditations that you have, the one on patience. So you, a- you end that segment, you end those four or five paragraphs with the two questions. What project or idea needs a dose of your impatience today and who would benefit from your patience right now? And I think it's interesting that you, you know, you're, you're talking about both traits, you know, one of which we always look at in a positive manner and one that we usually look at in a negative manner. You're posing both of them in a positive way. Yeah, because I think actually it's interesting in the work that I do in the past 15 years with, uh, with leaders in nonprofit settings, a lot of them will, will berate themselves for being impatient. But in actuality, their leadership is actually informed by this impatience right. because they don't want to settle for mediocrity because they want to set high expectations because they get frustrated when other people aren't really, uh, let's say, take on a, a volunteer role, but you don't do it as a professional. You know, you don't follow up on the things that you do. So there is, there is something healthy about impatience. The problem is when the anger about impatience gets directed not at an organizational structure, but at other people. And that's where you have to temper it and say, you know, when you're dealing with people, you've got to be patient. When you're dealing with ideas, sometimes if you're too patient, nothing gets done. Yeah, that's true. Take your soul to work. Erica Brown is with us. Why to work? Uh, These 365 could really be applied in any arena of one's life, right? Yes, and I actually I, I fielded a few complaints about this that, that <laughs> people thought that was too limiting. But in my own experience, I found the opposite to be the case. I'm really interested in how people are, where they're spending the most hours of the day, um, and there are a lot of uh, family manuals and, and 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 kind of spiritual guides for how we are with our families. But in in terms of work, a lot of who we are comes out when we're at work. A, a friend of mine said that she's relieved that her husband doesn't wear a yarmulke to work because he's often angry at his employees. And I thought to myself, hmm, maybe wear the yarmulke and actually be kinder to your employees. That might be a better formula. So I think that we, if, if we see ourselves as distinct, uh, that our characteristics are one way when we're in synagogue or in church, for that matter, or in a mosque, for that matter, but then when we leave our meditation center, we actually act in, a, in an uncompassionate uh, greedy, uh, self-absorbed way, then we can't really claim that we're kind people. That, 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 that feeling is tested every day in the way that we interact with people, with strangers, with people who we don't quote-unquote care about who aren't related to us. So that, that, that concerns me, and I, I, think, I think that it, it does apply to every day of one's life, and if your work is at home and if your work is uh, your family, that's great. I don't, I don't think they're different. But I did want to really get into that market. I get that. Erica Brown is with us. You and I have had the opportunity to speak about leadership in the past. Um, people who are able to master a good number of these, uh, is that a, a formula? Is that a recipe for becoming a great leader or for you know, having good leadership qualities? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not such a formulaic person. I think, um, I think Daniel Hartman uses the term to complexify and I think, uh, you know, we haven't mentioned it enough, which I'm kind of relieved about because I live in D.C., um, the, you know, the, the presidential election and all the bluster and the arrogance and the, and the sense that things are just simple. And if you get a formula, then you're going to eliminate this problem and that problem. And I think we all know that in reality it's not that way. So I was less into, you know, the seven habits or the eight ways or the, you know, the, the five perceptions and frameworks. I, I, for me, it was more almost in the, in the style of, of the Musser literature that we have in our tradition, 
where you're just trying to chip away every day at something, you know, at something different. In fact, I wrote at the end that in my epilogue that there's not going to be a volume two. The idea is that you just go back to page, you know, to day number one and try to start again so that you can, you know, kind of keep working in the same areas because our whole lives, I don't know about you, Nachum, but I always feel that our whole lives are shaped and reshaped by the same sort of problems that hopefully we're, we're, we're approaching with new eyes, with a new level of maturity, with new life experience. I'm not sure that the things we struggle with are ever really different. They're just a slightly different take on the same problem. Yeah, and then you start from the beginning and try to do it better the next time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? And you have to. It's, you know, if you take a page out of the playbook of Alcoholics Anonymous, the idea that it, you know, it's one day at a time, that we're all struggling in some level, and you know, it, what matters is can I pick myself up today? Can I make some improvements today? As opposed to long-term thinking, which we project into the future, which feels overwhelming, unrealistic, and then ultimately we end up, you know, overshooting or or not hitting the mark. It's a Simon and Schuster release. It's called the "Take Your Soul to Work: 365 Meditations on Everyday Leadership." Erica Brown is the author. By the way, on the uh, presidential election campaign, uh, if if we if we know the formulaic 30 second answers are not reality which is what we hear in the debates and basically in every campaign stump speech. Why do we fall for it each time? <laughs> is, that, um, is that human that's nature? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't think I fall for it each time, but I do agree with you that people do fall for it. And I, I think that there is a, an understandable disgust with the state of American politics, with the partisanship, with the aggression, with the bullying. And I think there's a, some appeal for people of someone who's saying, we're going to return America to what it was, as if you could turn back the hands of time. So I, I understand, uh, although I'm not, uh, I'm not sympathetic to that view. I understand that people feel that the world is moving at such a fast pace. They just want things to slow down. They want them to be simplified. You know, the American budget, healthcare, it's, it's foreign policy. These things are so complicated, and 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 I think it's very hard to wrap your arms around them. So. There's a certain luxury of simplicity, um, and I think we're we're unfortunately naive, and, and we do fall for it. But and, but yet this is a seduction, and we have to you know pull ourselves back from that from that ease because the world is a complicated place, and we're negotiating global realities that we never had before, and so that requires a different kind of thinking. Um, so those people are kind of like trying to throw us back to some age that uh, is, is, is long gone is. I don't know, that, that really worries me. No, 100%. Erica Brown, congratulations on the book, Take Your Soul to Work, 365 Meditations on Everyday Leadership. Dr. Brown, always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Nachum. It's great to talk to you. Shavuot Tov. Have a wonderful week ahead. And take your soul to work. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going to try my best. Everybody, take your soul to work with Erica's latest 365 Meditations on Everyday Leadership, a Simon & Schuster release, and a lot of great ones. She's got 360. She's she's got a very high batting average in terms of uh, getting some really, really poignant points across. And to do that 365 times or close to that is pretty amazing. Monday morning with 44 degrees, rain and wind at a high temperature of 62. More coming up as we head back to school and back to work. This is JM in the AM.